to the Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I am here today with Allegra Frank. Hello. Chelsea Star. Hello. And special guest, Karen Hahn. Hi there. Hi. What qualifies you to be on this show? Uh, I feel like the base level of requirement is that I work at Polygon. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but what do you do at Polygon? Uh, I'm entertainment reporter, and also I know that we are talking about one of my favorite movies this year today, which mm-hmm. I won't spoil now. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of Karen's favorite movies, by which I, you can begin to gauge what you feel about her title as entertainment. <laughs> well, this is. The- I was actually talking to multiple people about this, where I was like, I feel like I've really scuttled how much you guys will trust anything that I say based on the reviews that I've written so far. <laughs> Well, listen, it, it seems fitting that we're all sitting where we're sitting. Yeah, Allegra okay. and I literally last night after we watched the movie that we're going to talk about today, we were like, you know, <laughs> both Matt Patches and Karen, I don't know about their opinion. Maybe they've been entertainment reporters for so long that their opinions are bad now. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sure that something like that factors in <laughs> after a certain point. Like, you reach critical mass. Yeah. Well, on today's show, we will be talking about the video game Devotion, which has been at the center of a lot of uh, trouble and scandal this week, but Allegra actually got to play it before it was taken down off of Steam. Uh, we'll also be talking a little more about Apex Legends, which now I have played, <laughs> and... The reason that Karen is joining us today, we will be breaking down Alita Battle Angel. We're going to break her back down. No! Break her over and over again. (laughs) First, I want to remind everyone that we will be at PAX East this year at the end of March. And we're going to be having a panel at 5 p.m. on Friday in the Bobcat Theater. And on top of that... Brian, my coworker Brian on the video team, uh, who does his video series Unraveled, he is going to have a panel on Saturday. And I don't know what time or where it is. <laughs> oh, wait, I do actually know those things. What? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, I think it's 5 p.m. on Saturday That's in the nice. Armadillo Theater. Armadillo? <gasps> are they all Albatraz? named after animals? I don't remember. Uh, they are all named after animals. It's ABCD, and I can't remember. It's the A Theater. I hope it's not Albatross. It might be the Albatross Theater. Begging for trouble. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to curse him. Um, but, you know. It's a, it's the A animal, okay? The A theater. The theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. oh boy. <laughs> you can turn your volume down if you want, Karen, if it's too much oh, for I you. Oh, I can? Yeah, right there. <laughs> Just turn it all the way to the left. Karen as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, as our guest, has the option to turn yeah, Everyone else has down. to hear me at full volume all the time. Anyway, hey, hey, hey. Also, PodX tickets are still on sale at podx.com slash TPS. But more importantly, video games. Allegra, can you summarize for us what this kerfuffle about Devotion is all about? Yes. Um, so Devotion is the new game from Red Candle Games, which is a Taiwanese studio. Um, I think this is technically their second game. Uh, their first was Detention, which came out last year. It was more of a like 2D side-scrolling horror adventure game. So they make horror games. They're working through that DE section of the dictionary. They really are into <laughs> getting that D, and Should they love <laughs> horror. The dictionary. Hmm. Both of D-E. our jokes were bad. Yeah, so anyway, yours was better. 
Yours Thank was you. more accessible, I think. It was perhaps easier, like very pandering to the lowest yeah. part Show of our audience. Show me one more time where the volume knob is. <laughs> uh, you only get one chance with that one, Karen. Um, the door is very heavy for a reason, okay? <laughs> You're here now. Oh, God. Um, so they made detention, and that was like, it wasn't perfect, but it was popular with horror game fans. So people were really anticipating their follow-up, which is far more ambitious. It's called Devotion. It's um, like a Jenna Stieber, also on video team, calls it a hallway horror. So sort of like a, I want to say like Gone Home or Amnesia. PT-esque. more PT-esque. Like PT-esque, exactly. So first person, <laughs> fully 3D, you adventure through a house. So very scary, very good. I can talk about that later. But the main controversy right now is this is a Taiwanese studio, right? And the game takes place in China. So this is in the, or sorry, it is actually in Taiwan and it's in the 80s. Um, but as China and Taiwan sort of have a complicated relationship and, you know, there are a lot of immigrants from China and Taiwan and whatnot, um, there is a reference buried in there to the Chinese government. Um, and the developers claim that they were unaware that it made it into the final build of the game. So I'm curious. You, you need to probably spell this out because this is actually yeah, pretty specific. I will, good, I will say it's, it's so good. I, I, yeah, it is very good. So basically, <laughs> they included this reference to the president of China, the current day president of China. The game, again, takes place in the 80s. So this is like a very modern reference to um, his name is Xi Jinping, I believe. And Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, right? Yeah. Thanks. And <laughs> he, basically he looks like Winnie the Pooh, is what everyone says. Just to He's cut to been the compared chase. to Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> and he fucking hates it. Yeah, which I understand. <laughs> so there's a lot of memes in China where they're like, ha ha, Winnie the Pooh is our president. To the point where he's so upset about it that he has <laughs> banned like any Winnie the Pooh related content. Like Which in, is a shame because Christopher Robin was one of the best films of 2018. It was very good. Was Winnie that, the Pooh is great. Was Christopher Robin banned in China? Yeah, I, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Wow. insanely enough. Yeah, and I think um, in Kingdom Hearts there's the Winnie the Pooh levels. I think they just don't include those at all what? in Chinese. Yeah, because it's just like it's so offensive to him. So in Devotion they have a little Easter egg somewhere that says basically like the president is Winnie the Pooh or something On literally. Like a poster, no, it right? was a poster that says uh, Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh, moron. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just straight up that. That's <laughs> yeah, it's like a very it's basic thing. Like that. There's, nothing, there's nothing else. Like It's not clever at all. <laughs> it literally just says he's Winnie the Pooh. Um, not that he's a moron. Yeah. So when people found that, like Chinese players, they were like, mm, this is not good. And it ended up being big enough. I mean, wait, that's so funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously China or the Chinese government was not happy when this they mm -hmm. caught wind of this. And Red Candle took the game down. Technically, temporarily, they removed it from Steam so well, that they can after remove. After it got review bombed by. Yes, yeah, like, so it was review bombed by Chinese players. And then yeah. they took it down because they said, oh, this was a mistake. Um, Can't they just patch that out? I, I have no idea. I think it's pro probably the review bomb part 
honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they said that they were fixing problems with the game. They also the the developers said that it was a like a temporary art asset that was just <laughs> stayed in the game, which I was like, all right, well, sure, <laughs> yeah. So okay, that's, that's so deliberate though. It yeah. Is. Like when I saw the news, I had sort of assumed that just like there was a picture of Winnie the Pooh somewhere, but this is so much beyond that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless like, this is just someone in their files on their computer was like, this is the meme I use all the time, but now I just stuck <laughs> yeah. it in the game. This would be like if I put a picture of pugs in a oh. uh, in Renaissance clothing in any game that I made, because those are, those are all the pictures <laughs> I have your, on my. <laughs> that's your go-to. Have you Chelsea, not that's seen... offensive. I look so much like a pug, and it bothers me. I, you think I'm joking? <laughs> but that's actually my clothes. Renaissance that's my Twitter pug background. Simone moron. Is what I <laughs> <turn the game. laughs> oh god. Okay, but um, before yeah. the game got taken down, um, you did get a chance to actually play it. Yeah. And um, by all accounts, it's quite good. Everyone on Twitter who is very upset about it getting taken down says it's freaking amazing. Yeah, it came out, I think, on the 19th. Um, I'm writing a review if I get a minute free ever. <laughs> That's a different episode. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I played it. It's pretty short. It's like four or five hours, which is very doable. And it is very scary. It is very scary. Not the kind of scary where it's like, it's not really jump scares. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more, I mean, I guess it's PT-esque, although I think PT had more things coming out at you. But it's like there's just this this omnipresent, very scary, like tense atmosphere. And you're in this very decrepit house. There is a story. It's very obscure. And you're trying to sort of puzzle together, okay, what happened? You don't even really necessarily know who you are. It's possible that you're different people. Um, Because it's first person, you don't see yourself. You don't have a reflection in the mirror, by the way. Um, And essentially, you are whoever this character is. I will not tell you. But... Um, it's about a family, and you're a member of that family. And, and you're a ghost? Uh, and you're going <laughs> through sort of different significant moments in the family's life, and you know something has happened. Like, the house is technically empty and, like, ransacked, so it seems as though everyone is dead, like, from the get-go. That's not really a spoiler. But we don't really know how or why or where you are or who you are, so you go through basically different times of these people's lives um, and you're just in this house like you only really are in the house ever Mm -hmm. and you have to sort of collect things to unlock different suitcases or closets or other puzzle pieces to really kind of figure out who is who and what happened to these people and there's all these different clues that sort of you know when you amass them, it becomes much clearer, but also it really doesn't. It really doesn't help. <laughs> and it just is, becomes scarier and it's very horrifying. Is there a concrete ending where you solve things? Um, there is. So basically, there is sort of like an, an end goal with the collection aspect. Mm-hmm. So there is like, I believe it's four different times that you're going to four or five I think it's four and so you need to like get keys to go into specific areas and you're collecting like there's a whole list of like collectibles you're supposed to get Mm -hmm. and getting one thing unlocks the other and there's one door that's completely locked so you're basically trying to get into that door and that's like the final area so the goal is really to get into that door because essentially that door will reveal all mm-hmm. final door and, or, <laughs> or so it should. So, I mean, the end goal is really to like 
I think, get through that door and figure out what the yeah. heck happened. Man. What is the like scary element of it? Yeah. So basically when you're going through this house, in the four different um, time periods that you're in it, which are all different years in the 80s, there's just something horrible in each one. Like you'll hear horrible noises. Um, there's like blood on the walls or there's fire or I'm trying to think of what other things. Horrible noises is actually a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's one Did where. Did you play it too, Chelsea? No. I mean, I'm just saying that like in general, that's oh, the stuff that really. Yeah, that's what yeah. gets you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Silent Hill has the, some of the most terrifying soundtrack ever and it and also like barely lit kind of like this game when yeah. I when I walked in when Allegra was playing it it's like kind of dark uh yeah in, in very close spaces which are I think leads to a lot of scariness very claustrophobic <laughs> the only light you have is like a lighter um that no you can no click on or off <laughs> Karen and I are out <laughs> there's a lot of creepy dolls um, there's creepy dolls. a lot of creepy dolls. There's pictures that change. I think that's kind of creepy when you mm. go into the same area and it's like completely different mm. when it shouldn't be or like one thing is off. That always freaks me out. Uh, there's little girls singing. Everyone hates that. That's scary. Nobody likes it when little girls sing. <laughs> Not if it's just a little disembodied voice and you're like, where's that little girl? I will say the scariest thing. So there's no like animals in this game but there is this one part where you're in their disgusting kitchen their kitchen is disgusting in every single freaking <laughs> timeline their kitchen and their bathroom I think I've talked about this on a different episode I hate dirty bathrooms there's <laughs> so much grout all over was was there disgusting uh, like a skillet in the bathtub again maybe <laughs> oh no <laughs> That's funny. No. Um, Callback. But no, so they don't have like any dogs or anything. Like in one timeline, the house is completely empty. Um, and it usually is. But this like looks like it's been abandoned for years. And you just hear all these dogs like screaming. I don't Why? There's no dogs around, though. And oh. that is like peak scary noise. Oh. So there's just a lot of weird stuff like that. Um, there is one jump scare, I will say, mm. um, uh. which is bad. And the worst, and it also contains, for the most part, I think it's what Chelsea said of like claustrophobic and dark and like things slightly mm -hmm. changing, weird noises. But this game also features the most disgusting, unnerving thing I've ever seen or had to do in a video game ever. I don't know if I want to spoil it because it's cleaning grout. It was, I had to go on my hands and knees in VR and clean the tiles in the bathroom. Welcome to my fucking life, Allegra. I kind of want to know. Well, we'll put a, you can jump 30 seconds or a minute ahead if you don't want to know about this, but I want to know about this. So, okay. Starting it, now. It doesn't say a lot about the plot or anything. It's just like a huge moment <laughs> in the game. But um, toward the end of the game, there's a part where you essentially are told to take your tongue out. And this is after Ugh. you've also just removed your eye with what? a spoon. So first you remove your eye with a spoon. Our engineer Jelani is freaking. <laughs> and then after I'm... you've removed your eye, like you're screaming. And of course, like your vision is slightly impaired. So the screen is oh a little bit blurrier. God. And then you keep going. And then it, you're basically like told to take your tongue out. So you take, I think it's like forceps or something. Oh, I believe oh it's And oh, there's like force feedback on the controller. Oh, no, no, no. It's not like no. an immediate like rip. It's literally yeah. like I had to oh. hold a button down oh. and force with the joystick to pull the tongue out. And you see it because it's crazy. Oh, my God. So I see myself pulling my tongue out of my mouth. I'm throw up. It was, yeah, I was with Ross. Good. I was like, Ross, this is horrible. And he was like, you want, to, you want me to do it? I was like, no, I don't. Get away. But I do this. 
And then, yeah, you rip it out, and then he's screaming and bleeding from his mouth. There's nothing like that kind of shit to make you think about how weird the human body is. Yeah. How long (sighs) is that muscle? Where does it go? Where does it come from? I know. Like, for some reason, I thought... For some reason, I thought it wouldn't take that long to take my tongue no. out, but also, of course, it that's should. True. It's well, it's long. also like when eyes come out and you realize there's a thing on the back of the eye that's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. God, yeah. Have you guys ever seen cow tongues in the grocery store? Yeah, uh, I don't want to think about no. it. No. Yeah, it's bad. Are no. you Googling cow tongue images no, over I'm there? No, I'm just Googling how long is the tongue. <laughs> Good cue. How long is the tongue? pretty long, y'all. That's a fucking lie. After that, you have to... <laughs> The thing what is, does it say? sorry to everyone who tried to skip ahead to avoid spoilers. Yeah, it's no, not yeah, happening. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't tell you anything about the story. It's just really gross. But right after that, you have what to does do. It, say? it says it's only four inches, but that hmm. that's just like the part that comes out of your mouth. Right. Like, well, that's pulling on it. Where does it end? Where does it end? Where does it come from? Where does it go? <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Okay, carry on talking. Okay, so the last part, it's like you do three of those. So there's the eyeball, there's the tongue, and then you have to do one more. Oh, boy. But get this. You just have to stab yourself in the hand. Whatever. Like, literally, at that point, I was like, is this seriously the final (laughs) climactic thing I've done? Like, after you made me pull my tongue out? Yeah. I I guess I could see that being pretty upsetting, depending on, like, how... The stabbing. Happened. I mean, the knife does go through his hand. Yeah, <laughs> but like I've seen that right? before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's the tongue is a new thing. A yeah. new that's horror yeah. Tongue horror. twist. Yeah, I've okay. never like I've cut my hand off before in a, in a game. Yeah. <laughs> hasn't. Don't brag about Clear. it. <laughs> but I cut my hand off. I well, I've never done anything with my eyeball, but the tongue thing was oh. just uniquely very uniquely terrifying. The tongue is anchored to the mouth by webs of tough tissue and mucosa. The tether holding down the front of the tongue is called the frenum. In the back of the mouth, the tongue is anchored to the hyoid bone. Great. I'm like trying to touch that bone with my tongue. I want to like reach back there, but I don't want to gag on live on air. All right, let's do this. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Karen. For like 30 seconds. (laughs) That's when Karen turns her volume up. (laughs) This is what I came here for. Oh my God. Really get into that Foley work. It sounds like I will not be playing Devotion, but I will certainly look up detailed plot summaries of it. <laughs> it's a really excellent game. Yeah. It is very, very uncomfortably scary. I, I believe that. Yeah. But also, I'm a chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Same. I'm a baby. I don't... Oh. A wee baby. <laughs> hey, heads up. In this segment, we liberally spoil the film Alita Battle Angel. Uh, so maybe just skip ahead if you don't want to hear that. Or maybe do hear it if you want to know some shit that goes down in that movie. Thank you. (laughs) Well, that's as good a time as any to pivot to an adult movie that you, we babies, enjoyed. Also about body part removal. And about body part removal. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. It's a very, this is good theme to just keep going. going (laughs) Sorry for the body horror episode. (laughs) Can you believe Alita Battle Angel is rated PG-13? Absolutely not. (laughs) Karen, can you summarize Alita Battle Angel Um, for us? Nothing would make me happier. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Alita Battle Angel is a movie that James Cameron, director of Titanic and 
now five Avatar movies, question mark, uh, has been wanting to <laughs> make for... It's a lot. Oh, yeah. God. And he, uh, this is such a tangent, but he was like, yeah, I've already shot all the live action components of the next two movies, and now we're not going to see them for another like 10 years because he has to do all the CGI. But uh, anyway. All those actors are going to be so much older when those movies finally come out. Holy crap. Oh I'm God. sure they're all just going to be Navi, so it uh, doesn't super matter. True. Um, but right after he did Titanic, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, you should read some manga. And he did. And he was like, I love Alita. I'm going to take my Titanic blank check and buy the rights to Alita. <laughs> so literally anytime, like the deal was so lucrative that like any Alita thing that gets made from now on, money goes to James Cameron. Holy shit. Anyway, he wanted to make Alita, but the quote unquote technology wasn't ready for like 20 years. And so he started making Avatar and now he's like, I don't have time to make Alita. So Robert Rodriguez is directing this movie. This was such a long beginning to this, but no, whatever. No, this is so important. <laughs> Because this wanna... movie got this this was in production since two thousand three. Yeah, Whoa. and he's been talking about it forever. You're making me want to go out and buy the rights to <laughs> an Anything. unappreciated manga. Yeah. Anything you like. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like in twenty years this will really kick back. For it's an me. investment. That's better than the stock market. Yeah. <laughs> Anime is always gonna be big. I, I don't I is don't know it, if though? that is true because like yeah. let's continue with yeah. this story. Carry on, carry on. The ROI. So Robert Rodriguez was brought on to direct this movie. Which which is about Alita, who is a cyborg who loses all her memory and then has to go through the process of basically adjusting to being alive, first of all, and then adjusting to like getting her memories back. Um, as implied by the title, she loves to fight. Um, so there's a lot of fighting in this movie, and it's kind of it's like it's amazing, but it's also it also gets kind of gross. It was pretty gross. Yeah, they also drop. One single f bomb. That's one, how you only maintain one. that PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you can cut a man in half. Yeah, no, no, no biggie. Or rip someone's a man and a robot. Yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah. many people. Oh my god! Cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you right. cut that dude in half. The guy mm -hmm. too. Multiple guys in half. Uh, it's gross. Yeah. So why did why you loved this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Um, Justify. <laughs> I was talking to Matt Patches about this, and we were like, it's a lot of movie, which is something that I tend, for better or worse, to like, um, just because there's a lot to parse through. And in this case especially, um, although I do genuinely think this movie is good. A lot in terms of like what's going, how many plot thread th threads there are, or a lot in terms in like of just the information <laughs> thrown in your face. <laughs> Both in so much as like a lot in like the meme sense where when you're like, oh, it was a lot like <laughs> okay. that Alita is a lot. And I, it's a lot of movies. I think I know what you mean, because I I wouldn't say that this movie is good. I would say that I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it and haven't since I saw it two weeks ago. Like, Why? because it's so fucking weird and inexplicable. Yeah. Like so much inexplicable stuff happens in this movie. Mm hmm. Um, Her eyes don't need to be that size. <laughs> Just yeah. a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> Just a you know what? I So I'm going to say some brief spoilers for Alita, but I think that they are ones that our audience will appreciate. <laughs> uh, I remember you mentioning before we went mm -hmm. that all the robot blood was blue, or maybe Pat mentioned it. I don't know. Like, all the robot blood's blue. So, you know, it's very gory and violent, but, I mean, all the blood's blue. And then we walked into the theater, and we saw the big old Alita poster where she's <laughs> putting red blood on her face. Yeah. And I looked at it, and I thought, that's so weird, because... Pat and or Karen told me that all blood's blue, so I wonder who's Karen oh, that is. Oh, yes, yeah, my favorite scene. Oh, are you kidding me? Maniac! It's not favorite, it's just like <laughs> unforgettable. 
unforgettably, why did this scene have to it happen? Is pretty bonkers. I threw my shirt at Chelsea. <laughs> so what I happens? I, favorite's the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find out why. Uh, the blood is from a dog that's killed by one of the evil robots. Did you see the tweet from Dog Rates? Yes. yes. I know he's alive. The dog <laughs> is made into a robot after the movie. But guess what extra credit scene or whatever scene they don't include in the yeah. fucking movie. Guess what they release as an exclusive <laughs> clip on Twitter. On that, we rate dogs. Yeah, truly <laughs> demented PR move. Like, why <laughs> didn't they put it in the fucking movie? Simone had to assuage my... Well, I, I don't even... I didn't have fears. I was just upset. See, I was that's how irreconcilable. You know, though, that sucks. And like Jeff, and oh McKee's really? He's got a kill dog. I think we that he sucked. <laughs> we do, literally. Okay, because we were talking about it's this. the opposite of the save the cat moment. Kill the dog. <laughs> so any movie for me, I don't freaking care about humans or robots. <laughs> I don't like if there was a movie about all of us and we all got killed. I'm sorry, I would not care that much. I mean, I guess I would. Okay, we'll put a pin in that. Come back to that later. There was a dog, like if we had a mascot that was a dog named like Polly and Polly got killed, I'd be like, fuck this movie. I don't want to be part of this movie. So when this happened, like I love animals. <laughs> so when this happened in the movie, I turned to you, Simone, and I was like, they freaking killed the dog. I freaking hate this movie. And then, I was and what so... happened next, Allegra? What happened after the dog died? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. Stop no. hitting the table. I'm stop sorry. hitting the table. I'm so stop. Sorry. Stop with extraneous audio, please. <laughs> Wait, I actually don't remember because I literally. Oh, <laughs> so then out a bit. she gets the will to be super angry, and she leans over and puts her finger. Oh yeah, yeah in the yeah. dog's blood. Oh yes, and right. wipes it under her eyes. Like some kind like of like a football player. Yep. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's what we that's saw a on the totally poster. Totally normal behavior yeah. to encourage in your robot child. She wiped. There's like a huge. You don't actually see the dog, of course, getting you know no. destroyed or ripped. Flipped. I would know because I saw that coming from a mile away, and I had my <laughs> hand over my eyes. Yeah, I looked away. You don't. You don't see anything. It is off screen. You it, just see it the is pool sad. of blood. Yeah. So you do see this big pool of blood, and yeah, Alita dipped her fingers in there and goes all like warrior girl. Battle Angel. Um, she goes all Battle Angel. <laughs> and I feel like, so to get less screamy about this, but I was very upset until Simone told me about the dog race thing, but I was still upset after that. Um, <laughs> to the point of showing like, okay, Alita has, I, we were saying sort of like, okay, Alita is this cyborg, right? Mm -hmm. The suggestion there could be like, oh, you know, what what is, where is her humanity? Is she just this fighting machine of sorts. But I feel like at this point, it had been so well established that despite Alita being like, you know, 90% machine, she did have a lot of, you know, human elements. She very much had like a heart and an emotional core. And she had this relationship with Hugo, which well, we can talk about way later, but she also <laughs> just really legitimately loved Christoph Waltz, who I actually mm -hmm. really liked him. He's great in it. Yeah, Dr. Ito. Dr. Mm -hmm. Dyson Ito. Yeah. Not Ito anymore. <laughs> Ito. Um, she had like a really, actually, it was like a tender mm -hmm. relationship. So I was fairly convinced, like, yeah, of course she is a cyborg, but she felt very human to me. Mm -hmm. So to have this dog show up and sort of be like, oh, you know, she does love the little things like animals. She is a good person and caring. And then to kill the dog as if it was sort of like a tool to show to further showcase like, oh, OK, you know, even though she's here to fight and destroy everyone and be angry, she does still have.
have this sensitive side. It's like, yeah, we all love dogs. Exactly. Like Simone, I know. Simone <laughs> and I were joking. Like, we've literally seen her heart at this point. She held her heart in her hands. No, that know. happens after that. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. does? Yeah. After. Oh, okay. oh, my she God. She still has her baby body during that scene. Yeah. Wait, is that, doesn't she take her heart out to show Hugo? But yeah, but that's, that. that's yeah. in her new... Oh, yeah. okay. She, well, still. She seemed very... I, I did not doubt that she was anything but this fighting machine. So I felt as though the use of the dog as like a finer point on that. I also, was extra. in fairness, I don't think the dog was actually that significant. I'm sorry, you guys, but that dog is in the movie for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, she feeds, she feeds like a something to the dog, a like burrito. a sandwich. She yeah, gives bur- him a burrito. A burrito. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like Chekhov's dog. And like, of course, the gun is not going to be the huge thing, but like what it leads to, right? Because there is that pool of blood. She puts it on her face and immediately from there, that's, there's that turn of like, I must destroy well, everyone in this room. I think the dog was important because it got the other man with four robot dogs. McTeague! Who I found out this... <laughs> His name is his name is Murdoch apparently, and is his, it Murdoch McTeague? Yeah, Mur- oh, that's great. Oh. And and oh, that's so good. Holy God! Uh, his dogs have names, by the way. <gasps> Stop. Um, so there's a robot bounty hunter who has a pack of like three or four robot dogs. It's amazing. Who hunt with him, it's and Jeff he is Fahey. the best character He's in the movie. So good. Uh, How, he wasn't in it very much, right? No, yeah. but he Robert just, Rodriguez loves that actor, so yeah. he puts him in a lot of his stuff. He was in like two scenes. Now yeah. was. Well, McTeague, your number one on your robot rating list? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Is there a Karen's robots list? Yes, she did. It's Wait, published I on Polygon.com. Yeah. Oh well, I, I didn't read any of the Alita content. I've yet. been reading all of the Alita content. Oh my god! It's, it's called a definitive rating. A definitive mm-hmm. ranking of the robots in Alita Battle Angel. Yep. By Wait, Karen we Hahn. need I to hear about this. this. Yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah. So I just would like to point out that one of the dogs' name is Hubris. That's Ooh. great. Canonically in the manga, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I want to go back to really Wait, what are the other dog names? I, I have to look it up, but they okay. were like Vigor, Anger. <gasps> oh, that's great. Something. Wow. Oh, my God. so much. Um, so, Karen, when I mentioned Hugo, mm-hmm. the human white-ass <laughs> sucks team so boy. Hard. Human yeah. white-ass team <laughs> that Alita, whatever, falls in love with. You made a disgusted <laughs> noise, and I would like to interrogate that. Because I'm with you. I also Well, feel it's the thing always. of like when your female friend like starts dating a guy and nobody is ever like good enough for your friend, but also some in some <laughs> cases it's like he just really sucks. It's not just that I personally don't think he's good enough for you, it's that he's terrible. <laughs> Which is the case here. Hugo is so boring. Mm-hmm. He looks like if you describe Joseph Gordon Levitt to a sketch artist. Uh. Uh, <laughs> But also, like, you look at him, and then if you do- look away and then don't think about him for more than 30 seconds, you forget what he looks like. I don't think That's he wears yeah. a puka shell necklace, but, like, he should. Oh, he could, um, He sleeps in full jeans. That was yeah. just so upsetting to me. That was, to me. Weird. That that was, that was weird. There was this scene where she goes into his bedroom, and he is asleep, again, in jeans, but no and shirt. belt. Yeah, no and shirt. A belt. And with uh. a configuration, his arms are just in such a way that it it was it was the most unnatural yeah. thing in that entire it's movie the, full of CGI I know she's going to come in, so I need to look Yeah, look, cute. look cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe she was just perched there the whole night. I have no yeah. idea. That that she's was a real twilight there. How old is that actor? 
He's in his early 20s, I think. He's like okay. a young boy. Mm. Young young it was weird. It was I shouldn't <laughs> say boy. He's like an adult. He's pretty young. I think yeah. he's in his early teens. Maybe he's 13. Yeah. His face looks like he's so young, but then he had like the shredded torso of an adult. Yeah. I was like, this is weird. I think that about Tom Holland, too, except he's like cute. He's like actually my son. Yeah. Though. Yeah, he's my son. Just, he's also, your shredded son. <laughs> there are just so many things weird about his character. Like he was trying to earn money, but he had this really sick motorcycle. Yeah. Like I don't, just a huge dummy. Huge dummy. So boring. It was just a wheel with an engine on it. I know. I mean, it was pretty cool. If I could like have that bike in a Final Fantasy game, I would buy it. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh, he gave her he bought her an inexplic- inexplicably large bar of chocolate yeah. that she just kept eating. That oh, was wonderful. That was wonderful. Actually, my favorite scene of the whole movie is the first scene where she tries to eat the orange. Like a handful. Oh, just yeah. Just into it. Yeah, that is good. And then she goes from not understanding what an orange is to suddenly like walking around the world totally comfortably in 15 minutes. I'm like, this makes... The learning I curve was, was yeah, yeah, <laughs> not existent. Like she immediately knew to like get out of bed and like put on clothes and go downstairs. <laughs> but she can't eat an orange. <laughs> yeah, like she but couldn't this- really walk. But then she could put on her clothes and start running around and like knew to like oh bend down and pet this dog and make friends and have a boyfriend. I really thought she was immediately gonna kill the dog. Like I thought she was <laughs> or, gonna like just or pick hold it up it and peel hard. it like an orange. Just, like, oh god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Hugo sucks. He He's sucks even suck at the lot. end of the movie. Like he dies because he's an idiot. Yeah. And then Alita to save him cuts off his head and then just holds it like groceries <laughs> and like has like tubes of blood like feeding into his head. Yeah, and then like they turn heart. him. And then they turn him into a robot. And then he just immediately gets killed. Not a he's shitty an body. He's got not, a shitty robot body. God, Nobody. Not only do they turn him into a robot, like Jennifer Connelly's character <gasps> dies oh, yeah. but like yeah she um, turns into a brain in a jar it's a disgusting. brain in a jar with weird eyeballs attached mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally off screen yeah. I, that was a weird film moment for me because <laughs> as she is leaving Vector, this is gonna be an oscar reel next year <laughs> yeah it better be <laughs> like we we hear the tromping sounds of those protective robots mm-hmm. outside but it's not really shot in such a way that that makes you feel like he's calling her back for something. Mm-hmm. Like it's very much like, oh, there she goes. <laughs> and then suddenly she was a brain in a jar. And I was like, oh, when? That it's was weirdly implicit in a way that is like, I guess I get it. But also, like you say, I was sort of like, is she just going to jail? Like, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> To jail with to you, robot Jennifer jail. Connelly. Robot jail. <laughs> um, speaking of that scene, which was just god-awful. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> she didn't in general, seem... Um, the part where you see her brain in the jar. It was terrible. So when we were watching that scene, and then I think it was pretty close to after that, because this was very much mm-hmm. toward the end, like, that was Mahershala Ali's biggest scene. <gasps> oh, my God. Wait. And, right? Like, so watching that, like, what, two days after the Oscars? Oh, yeah. Shit. I was like, God, why? And then Edward Norton is in it, too? Yeah. Multiple people texted second. me on Oscar night being like, insane that next year Mahershala's going to win an Oscar for Alita. <laughs> Third time. <laughs> but, like, honestly, Mahershala Ali's death scene in this movie is one of the funniest things I've seen in my oh, entire yeah. life. Yes. So the premise of Edward Norton's character is that he can just sort of beam into anyone else's body and like take them over and talk to other people through them. Um, so he does that to Mahershala and Alita stabs Mahershala 
and then Mahershala's body starts dying and like falling, but his face remains just normal <laughs> speaking. It's the strangest disconnect I've ever seen in my life. There was something and that's really... why the man has two Oscars. <laughs> yeah, gonna be three. <laughs> there was something he said that I remember was really funny. Do you like, remember? Oh, that looks fatal. <laughs> <laughs> While he just has a normal face, he like, and he does starts not just seem staggering affected. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah just <laughs> collapsing so backwards. God, yeah, it was so bizarre though because he was. I felt like hardly in the movie, more toward the end. But then also the Edward Norton reveal. Obviously, like yeah, you kind of knew by then that it was Edward Norton. But like. That's when he takes his so tiny strange. sunglasses off, and then yeah, he has like, a completely different face. These huge names and these really weird bit mm-hmm. parts. I mean, I guess James Cameron, Robert Rodriguez have that cash to sell them on it, or yeah, they spent a lot of money on this movie. Yeah, I mean, let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. If I were an actor and somebody promised me a lot of money, <laughs> and I'm for b- being in five seconds of a oh, movie, yeah. that's oh, yeah. true. Yes. Jennifer yeah, Connelly seemed like right. she didn't want to be there. Like the entire time she was just like barely yeah. acting. Yeah, I think she's the one where I was the most like, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like wh- why is she here? Why is she here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, not, we don't have the answer to that question. <laughs> Jennifer, no. if you're clear. listening, please let yeah. us know why you were there. I did think Christoph Waltz was good. Yes. He's like genuinely good at yeah. it. He, like, yeah. The other two time Oscar winner. <laughs> I mean, I think relative to good. Good is a scale. We're only we're good at using good only in the Alita scale, okay. not in, in the rest of the though, universe. My for argument for Alita, like genuinely being good, is that the action is so well shot. Like the last X, insert whatever large number you want, Marvel movies that I've seen, I haven't been able to distinguish a single freaking thing in any of the action scenes. It's just CGI garbage. Mm, yeah. But like this one, the, partially because the motorball course is like very pristine and there's nothing really else going on on it, you can tell exactly what's going on in every single scene. The motion is terrific. Robert Rodriguez did a good job. I think that is fair. I think that criticism is fair, especially as like we're still in this terrible time of action movies where yeah. action is so blurry and mm-hmm. shot so close, and it's just like this is everything is very clearly defined, and all these like these robots are cartoons, but yeah. like with ridiculous parts, and they're all it all reads really well. Yeah, it's great. I loved Motorball. Motorball? I wanted to watch a whole movie about Motorball. I think. I, that was actually what cracked me up is so I had to pee and I left because I was like, oh, she's going to do another motorball match at the end of the movie. I can pee and come back. And I came back and the movie was over. Like people were leaving the theater. <laughs> no. Because I didn't realize it was just like, oh, the movie's over. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Motorball oh. is so good. I would watch just a motorball movie. Yeah. It's terrific. Yeah. I wish. I wish. I mean, also, R.I.P. Screwhead. Her name is Screwhead because she has a screw in her head. Oh. Good name. Oh. Love that name. <laughs> it's great. There was something else I wanted to bring up, and I am <laughs> failing to remember what it was. Can you think of anything else that you would like to say about Alita <laughs> Battle Angel? Oh, Christoph no. Waltz is a giant hammer. Not he does a have a giant hammer. That is actually the coolest fucking so anime good. weapon I've ever seen. It's, it's true. It's 
That's why it's a great anime weapon. It's like fucking the Claymore manga or whatever, where all the swords are like twice as big as the people holding them. Or as like, soon as he like got that out of his tiny briefcase, I was like, this movie rules. Five out of five stars. He's this, I like, love it. Old man always in scrubs, and then suddenly he has like this stupid like fedora and this trench coat. It's great. And he's like, not my hammer. Now. He looks like the judge from Who Framed Roger Rabbit with a with a trigun weapon. Yeah. That and Claymore are both very good characters. I liked the fact that she just wanted to fight all the time. I love it. She was just like, oh, a fight? I'm here. Hello, it's me, Alita. I love to fight. She loves to fight. She's good at it. Yeah. There's a moon war. That's my last point. There's a war on the moon. It's so good. It's also true. Because Alita's body is much older than, or she can't remember. From the United Republic of Mars. Yeah, so she starts having these flashbacks to, excuse me, Erm. So then we learn by the end. So good. What other movie this year will have a war on the moon? Nothing. (laughs) Hmm. The sequel to John Carter of Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) That level of wishful thinking. (laughs) Rather of that. Um, Something that you brought up when we saw it, Simone, that I thought was interesting and not a thing I would have noticed. (laughs) So I liked your hyper-specific complaint was the um, water and her hair. Oh! And you were so mad about the scene. There's a scene where Alita has to go get the old or her like stronger body from underwater. Simone was very upset. CGI hair, when people are underwater, the ends of it fly up, but the top, the part mm-hmm. that is like wherever the, the scalp is or the skull stays close to the skull. And that makes no <laughs> fucking sense. Cause hair isn't attached like all the way down your skull. No, it's on a helmet. Until it like flares out at the bottom. It's attached to it. <laughs> There's one part that's stuck. And then when you're underwater, hair goes up. You're it doesn't like stay down. <laughs> She was really angry. That's it a doesn't very... make any goddamn sense. No, that's the most specific and good observation. And just, yeah, that's... same thing when she's on the motorcycle too. Like oh, it's like when the part right. that's on the skull is down, yeah. and then the long flippy parts are flying out. I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> This is hair we're talking about. I couldn't. I just sent a letter to Robert Rodriguez. It's like, excuse me. Dear Robert, can I call you Robert? I wonder what happened. Wait, there's that one part where she does a weird handstand. I wonder if her hair moved during that part. That part was also weird because it's like her new adult body and she's doing a kind of provocative (laughs) handstand in front of her dad. Yeah, like naked. Yeah. Like really too weird. much butt in that shot. I was like, I'm seeing more than I want to, and I think her dad is too. The best line in the movie is, "I she's a little, a lot older than you thought she was." And I was like, "Goodbye." The, the sister only had one line, and Alita that was it. Wears clothes, but Japan doesn't wear clothes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the it's the nipple rule. She doesn't have nipples. Doesn't. She has a belly button. That weirded me it's out. It's the suggestion oh, God, right. of nipples. Yeah. <laughs> what was the thing on Tumblr? Suggestive, suggestive uh, nipples or something? Oh, God, what was it? <laughs> Wait, what? There was like something like you can't do implied nipples. Female like identified money. nipples. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, that, that's the same for Instagram. That Instagram mm-hmm. has that rule too, mm-hmm. which is yeah. stupid. Yeah, they're but the, the phrasing is from Tumblr. The the beautiful <laughs> phrasing. So speaking of the hair, and I guess the nipples, <laughs> or yeah. lack thereof. So I found Alita her like body type, mm-hmm. her face. You mentioned the eyes, which I agree were too big, um, to be very uncanny. 
mm-hmm. you know, being that she's like 100% CGI, like not just that she's a cyborg, like that she is. It is kind generated. of bonkers that she's totally CGI. Yeah. yeah. Were you guys able to sort of look past that? Because I was really not able to. Like, I just would always look at her and really be aware of like, you are computer generated versus, you know, you're dating this human being. Your mm-hmm. dad is a human. Like, there were a lot of humans in this. Um, and it just made me, I don't know, particularly uncomfortable, I yeah. think, because it's like one CG person mm-hmm. in this otherwise real world. I mostly was able to forget about it. I feel like it's just the constant kind of voice in the back of your head that's going like, this doesn't look good. <laughs> but um, not something that you totally pay 100% attention to. Um, like, it, it really is kind of remarkable how well they animated her. Um, and I think the degree to which her eyes are bad mitigates the uncanny fanny factor. Uh, uncanny uncanny valley. fanny factor. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> still thinking about that butt. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uncanny valley factor to the point that where you're like, no, she's like not real, but she still interacts with the world very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she was definitely very well animated. That mm-hmm. is true. I think That's it was where just, all the Avatar money is going. Yeah, it's just like I think whenever she was naked and you saw her <laughs> proportions, mm-hmm. it was just so. I don't know if that's just like a personal thing where I'm like, okay, come on, like another tiny, no, it's well because she has like lady with a tiny waist. Yeah, because her head is huge, but yeah. her body's very skinny. Yeah, I was, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, but they were like, I wish she had had like Bratz doll proportions, just because her <laughs> face is so like gross sexy like I want her body to also be disgusting sexy (laughs) which I was like found her face gross sex like over sexualized sexy yeah but like you know the Bratz doll proportions where it's just like bad yeah (laughs) so like like, just all of her should have been like that just a huge mouth a stick body and huge feet oh my god <laughs> now that would be great that's where James Cameron's money should be <laughs> you're right you're absolutely right oh god. well after this conversation I'm sure you can all decide whether or not you'd like to see Alita Battle Angel you my- should absolutely see it it has no home replay value no <laughs> you need to see this on a big screen absolutely also I, I found it the dog's <gasps> name are Fury, Glory, Valor, and Hubris. I love that so wow. much. McTeague should have his own TV series. Yes. And what was the name of the dog that died and was reborn as a robot? I don't remember. It was like Scruggs or something, right? Yeah. I wish it was Buster Scruggs. Oh, <laughs> but God, no. Crossover. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I, I don't know, and I don't think I can find it that quickly. When but... a cyborg trades his spurs for wings. <laughs> well, I, I will continue looking it up as we. Wait, uh, you ha- you're the, I'll look it up because you have to talk about Apex Legends. You're right. I do have to talk about Apex Legends. More robots. <laughs> look at Hell all these yeah. good segues today. Sorry, the NPR review for Alita. Um, <laughs> Review, Alita Battle Angel. The eyes don't quite have it. (laughs) Wait, is that Justin Chang or no? Uh, Let me find out. Nope. Uh, Chris Climax. His name is Little Marks. Little Marks. That's very good. That's nothing at all like Scruggs. No, it's Scruggs. (laughs) But Scruggs is a good pet name. That's really good. It is a very good pet name. I'd love to be screaming it. (laughs) If I had a rabbit, I would name it Buster Scruggs. I feel like that's... Maybe I will name my new score bunny... Buster Scrubs. <gasps> a Pokemon <laughs> reference. Hell yeah. All right. I finally, this weekend, downloaded Apex Legends, and I have to tell you all that I am bad. 
<laughs> I'm so unbelievably bad. Yeah, that's fair. It's hard. Nothing nothing prepared me for this. PUBG didn't prepare <laughs> me for this. Fortnite didn't prepare me for this. I'm bad. I have no context for Apex Legends. What is it? Oh boy. <laughs> so Karen doesn't read our website now. <laughs> I read all the, I was too busy reading about Anthem. Uh, Sorry. Now it's, Apex Legends is a battle royale game where you it's kind of futuristic. There's some robotic characters mm-hmm. and it is set in a like future reality, I guess, where you're on some kind of reality. You're reality not, show where you're re- fighting to the death. Oh, hundred people like fighting gamer. to the death. Yeah. Like, like that. Importantly, um, like the most critical the text game. of our time. Starring, gamer. Yeah. Mixing the <laughs> like gamer. Starring Michael C. Hall. I do like gamer too. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. No, that's a good movie. It's nuts. It's also a lot. <laughs> As someone who likes movies that are a lot, some like some one of my favorite movies of all time is Crank. Oh, well, that's a good movie. <laughs> But it is a lot. I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Apex is that's that. So you have 60 people and you uh, in teams of three, and mm-hmm. you have to be the top team. Oh wow! Oh, it's only 60. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Died a lot. <laughs> so I died so quickly every single time, and it kept. I was playing with my friend Amanda, who had one kill that she got from punching someone to death in one game. <gasps> Amazing. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> and I had zero kills, and we were like, all right, who, who, what poor asshole is going to get paired up with us? And they put us on a team with someone who had like 110 oh, kills, no. and we were like, oh, where's the I'm sorry button? <laughs> <laughs> I, is there more... Am I missing something with voice, not voice chat in that game, but um, the ping like chat commands? Like, I they're oh, because they're contextual pings, right? Yes. So if you can, click- I apologize at any point. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to apologize more. So, <laughs> does your team fail if one member dies, or just if all of you all die? All of you. Okay. Yeah, you can. And actually, this one has a different thing mechanic. If uh, if you die, die, you can be like you become a box. And then they can pick up your card and revive you at a like revival oh, station, oh, which I've never seen happen because usually if one person dies, the whole team is wiped. It happened oh. to me actually. In you one got of my revived. Games. We had a really good uh, third person on our team who I wiped out, Amanda wiped out, and then <laughs> they grabbed both of our cards and ran them over to the revive station and revived us. Wow. And it was incredible. And again, I wanted to thank them and say I'm sorry. Um, and then about a minute after that. We all die. <laughs> What's the highest you've ever like finished? Mm, I wasn't really looking at the numbers. <laughs> mm. I was just wondering why I couldn't see anything. <laughs> I I'm unbelievably bad at this oh, game. Why do you find this game harder than PUBG? Maybe because I always played PUBG on PC and I'm playing this on PS4. Oh. Um, I think I. It's a lot faster than PUBG for me because PUBG, you spend so much time like hiding and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and also, I think being in first person is a little more difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I guess it wouldn't, I wouldn't be aiming so much if I were in, you know, third person. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I do like about Apex Legends so far is sliding. Yes, sliding is good. You can slide so fast. And you can slide anywhere. 
<laughs> and I love it. Except so, upstairs. I tried to slide upstairs. Uh, Wouldn't let me do that. So not like if you're just going downhill or anything, just like across. Do you the... just slide horizontally? Oh, okay. Yeah, because if you if left. you run and then hit <laughs> slide to the right. Uh, <laughs> finally the cha cha slide rule is in play. God. <laughs> That's the real Apex legend. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you find it harder than Fortnite and PUBG, Chelsea? I didn't like, I mean, I, I, I said I didn't like Fortnite. I guess that I can see the problems that you're having. It's just like the games go a lot Sorry. faster. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what was happening. I'm like, <laughs> I waved at someone. Sorry. <laughs> Very confusing. Uh, the games go faster. I totally agree. We played a bunch. I played a bunch last night, actually, and I think we played six matches, and a couple of them ended in two minutes. Oh. Yeah. But one of them lasted 18. We got second Ooh. place. Ooh. Part of that time, though, I was outside the bubble and trying to make it back and had uh. no health packs. Oh, no. And I was just crawling like, oh, I'm going to make it. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick to training. I want to get better at it. I want to play more. But I'm going to stick to training mode because I should not be allowed <laughs> to like be on a team and let people down that, that oh. are relying on me. Uh, don't no worry. Good. Simone, I should just download it on my PS4. That would and that way, suffer with me. I'll do it too. I haven't played it or downloaded it you yet. You never so. will play it. You're right. <laughs> it sounds like a game I would hate. I God. mean, I, yeah, I, I feel like the problems that I still have, like that I find it muddier to see people than yes. any of those other games. Like PUBG, it was not as hard to spot people. This game, the people are, the characters are like the same color as most of the landscape. I also have a lot of trouble seeing people. And that, that's something that Overwatch is so good at is everyone has a darn color and you can see them. Yep, yep. <laughs> and yeah, th I, I actually also had a lot of trouble with PUBG. Like so many times when we were streaming on Awful Squad, everyone would be like, he's right there, he's right there. And I'd be like, I, I am looking... <laughs> There is. I don't see anything. There is nothing there for me. I don't have your gamer eyes. Um. So actually, going back real quick to saying I hate this game and would never play it, I really do like PUBG and Fortnite. But mm -hmm. do you feel like since this is based on Titanfall or sort of related to Titanfall, and that's a game I do not like at all, do you feel like it definitely leans more onto that side in terms of the design of it? Or if you're just like, I like PUBG and Fortnite, I do not care about Titanfall or most shooters, would I still be potentially into this? I mean, if you don't like, I, why do you like PUBG? Because it's silly? I think it's, I think it's definitely because those two are much sillier. Yeah, I feel like this is less silly. It doesn't feel like very... It doesn't feel like Call of Duty, though. It doesn't feel like macho mm -hmm. or anything yeah. like that. It feels, it has a nice sort of roundedness to it in, yeah. in my emotions, uh, but it's also very skill-based. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should just read guides. Hey. <laughs> Polygon guides. I mean, seriously, though, I do. I kind of, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm tired of sucking. I want to yeah, <laughs> get better. I want to get better. Get better. Good song. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Karen, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much on for having the show me today. Uh, if you had, if you could recommend one of your pieces of writing to our <laughs> listeners, what would it be? Ever it doesn't have to be on Polygon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> be from we high all school. know Karen's writing before Polygon doesn't count. <laughs> be from elementary <laughs> school. So my book report from the fifth grade. Uh, ooh, yeah, I don't know. Well, 
Entertainment just published a lot of what to look for, a lot of spring entertainment guides. So I'd say if you're having trouble picking a TV show or a movie or something streaming on Netflix to watch, we have just the ticket for you on polygon.com slash entertainment. What do you what do you recommend? What do you, is there anything exciting like that you th- recommend on Netflix? Because we talk about Netflix stuff all the time. Uh, ooh, on Netflix right now, Russian Doll's really good. Uh, that has been out for a little while, though, so I expect people may have already seen it. Um, Paddleton is pretty good. Um, if you like... Wait, Paddleton's the Ray Romano movie. It is. Not yeah, I like Ray Romano. <laughs> not the bear. Although I believe Paddington is on Netflix. Oh, yes. Is it? I think I am so. 65% sure. Keep talking while I Google that. <laughs> Paddington 2 should have been nominated at the Oscars this year, uh, but we can't have everything. Um, also, go see Alita. Paddington is not on Netflix. Is Paddington oh, 2 on Netflix? It's on Net- HBO Go and Now right oh. now. Okay. Oh, yes. If, that, if you have either of those. Yes. I watched The Incredibles 2. That is finally on Netflix. Yeah. That's a good fun movie. Paddington 2 is on HBO Go and okay. HBO Now. Mm. But it's not on Netflix. I'm sorry. And I haven't seen Paddington 1. Have you seen Paddington 2? No. I haven't seen any Paddingtons. You would love them. The trailers made me less, maybe not enthusiastic, but then everyone oh, loves them. They are very good. The I bear thought. goes to jail. It's great. I, <laughs> wow, this is really actually sounds great. <laughs> uh, finally, putting bears where they belong. I'm sure the president of China would love that. Oh my god. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Call back. To oh no. <laughs> Call back. And on that note, hey, if you're listening to the show, you can email us at polygonshow at polygon.com. Nice emails only. <laughs> mean emails go to uh, polygonshow at polygon.mean. That's, you got him. You got him. You got him in one. Zing. Got him with the truth. Uh, <laughs> and if you would like, it's on the level of what is it, John Ping, Pooh Bear, moron. Pooligon.com. Pooligon.moron. Extreme Disney rebrand. If you would like to give the show a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, and we really appreciate it, or anywhere that podcasts are listened to, and that helps other people find us um, so that they, too, can enjoy the dulcet tones of our screams. Thank you, everyone, and thank you, Karen, for joining us. This has been The Polygon Show. <laughs> <laughs>